Uh, Matt doesn't know this part yet, but we don't have like uh, production. Oh, I mean, I, I figured as much. Yeah, so we decided we'll just kind of start it, which I think is easier that I can see you guys to start it. Yeah, and the goal is not to swear. I mean, we'll see how that plays out, but that's the plan, so you don't have to like manually mark too many swears. I mean, it's I got time. That's true. Empty appointment, book, and a full tank of gas. Plus, you're kind of a night owl, and we're recording this at what, like nine my time, eight your guys' time? Eight twenty, yeah. We could throw the video up on YouTube too. We can. I think we just need to get one out there first. Do I feel yeah. like I need to say who I am? This is the Ted Smith. This is the podcast. That is Cobb. <laughs> this is MCTP. That is weird that you guys are all facing me. Usually I got to look over at Cobb. I'm coming to you from an underground bunker. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so that's what you sound like. You're like, the year is 2020. And this transmission, if you're hearing this, I am dead. <laughs> National Beer Day. <laughs> uh, dude, weirdly, the place I'm at actually is kind of like a, uh, like a hideout compound. It's up in the mountains in Utah. I told you guys, it's just outside of Salt Lake City. And it's like pinned to the side of a mountain. There's a ski resort or a ski run on either side physically of the house. And the driveway is like 100 yards. It's insane. Hunker down in the bunker. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, Ted, you're at your bunker on Cap Hill, yeah? Yeah, I mean, I feel like I'm the only one actually in a bunker. You're both in giant homes. <laughs> this place is more like a fortress than a bunker, I would say. <laughs> I'm, I'm in a compound. <laughs> well, the good news is your podcast hosts are safe. Honestly, hopefully everyone listening to this is doing well. I don't know. Have you guys heard much about what's going on? From our uh, listeners? Yeah, like just with every day. Yeah, like whatever people are up to. Like are people mostly staying inside or are they like running around doing whatever the hell they want like they are in Daytona Beach or what? <laughs> yeah, I think Seattle, I think most, the most part, the state of Washington's done a good job. I mean, there's still the people at Green Lake. Yeah. I don't, I don't really know. I mean, I think some people, too, it's just hard for them to fathom. And I, I mean, I don't want to spend too much time on this stuff. But it's like, yeah, like, you can walk in your neighborhood, go for a run in your neighborhood. But just, like, just don't go to parks because there's going to be a rack of people there. Dude, I think we should lead with this. We were wrong. And I'm sorry. <laughs> we a lot of we, grossly, a, a we talk. Oh, uh, maybe me. But we grossly <laughs> underestimated how intense this was going to be. And what I didn't realize is that Ted was going to be in quarantine with no sports. That's something to be marveled at. Yeah. He's watching replays. We talked the other night. He's fine. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it's weird. I've been watching replays or uh, what else? I mean, you know, you watch a decent amount of TV. I started watching. I was just watching our buddy Andrew Ginn. Uh, I was just watching his band do a concert. What's it? Bodies on the Beach. All right. Yeah, that was pretty cool. I've, I've watched some of Quest Love's DJ sets. Tonight was a little more uh, introspective of a set, kind of like chill vibes and like, and I was like, yo, it's National Beer Night Quest. Like, I need the cuts. Bring me that heat. That's pretty funny. Dude, he does good sets, man. I saw one of his down at, um, what's it called, like during Austin City Limits. He did one just at a bar by my house, and it was pretty killer. Does anybody else have, because I can see you guys differently, it feels like we're taping a show live. 
What does taping a show live mean? I guess that's an oxymoron, but it feels like, like we're doing, like, it, I feel like people are watching us right now, even though they're not. It's just us. Yeah. That's why, Matt, you were saying YouTube. I'm saying if we're going to do one on YouTube, I'd like to know ahead of time. Yeah, okay. I mean, we don't have to do this one on YouTube. I'm just saying, like, if it's going to give us video files and if this is going to be a long-term thing, then people might want to see the, the videos, and I don't think it would be that difficult. Oh, yeah. I'm just saying, like, I keep holding up the beer to you guys, and I'm like, because we're actually podcasting, and it's the first time the three of us has been to, have been together, I'm like, it feels like we're taping something that people are going to see. Yeah, weirdly, it really does. Um, well, dude, Ted, you hit us up to do a podcast. What's been going on in your world lately, man? Catch me up. <laughs> oh, wait a minute, man. I'm asking the questions. Still the podcast. <laughs> Everybody knows what I've been up to. I'm on the radio every day. I think people are wondering what you guys have been up to, to be honest. Go ahead, Matt. Oh, man. What's going on with me? Well, uh, let's see. The gym closed after, I think, our last podcast. Did the gym closed when I saw you guys last? So, it got was a lot close. of time. Um, back living in on the east side on Lake Sammamish. It's nice. Uh and jumping in the lake every day i'm up to holding it in I'm, i can go in and i breathe i breathed seven times while i was in there today i worked my way up from zero breaths to seven um so i get my wim hof cold exposure there i do my wim hof breathing every day um meditating writing a book uh just trying to kill the time however i can uh to keep from going insane and doing some online training as well and just kind of like trying to weather this storm the best I can. What's the book about? Nutrition. But it it's gonna read more like all the 80s rock star biographies about sex, drugs, and rock and roll than than it is a standard nutrition book. Um and so yeah, it's it's fun. I'm having a good time with it. Sex drugs and kale salads, baby. <laughs> Sex drugs and kale salads, that's what I want to call it. That's great oh damn i just swore what time are we at uh <laughs> you played yourself yeah no that's a really good title though i've been i've been chewing on on title ideas for a minute but it's really just something to keep the insanity at bay huh is that a pun what chewing on titles oh chewing on yeah <laughs> god damn it sure is ted <laughs> no pun intended. Literally, I didn't even know what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> I do find it interesting too that you're actually meditating. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, some people consider the Wim Hof breathing exercises meditation. I consider them more like exercise. Um, but I'm doing like regular meditation on top of that too. Um, yeah, it's it's helpful. <laughs> this is a good time for it. Big proponent. What are you up to, Cobb? Cobber? Dude, honestly, it's been pretty cool. I mean, there's upsides and downsides. So the upside is, I'm in this cool fortress in Park City, Utah. Uh, for people who know the area, we're in like canyons, which is like one of the ski resorts. Um, so the upside is we've been flooding black diamonds every day and we built an igloo, which is dope. There's seven feet of snow on the ground and uh, we're like getting snowed on every day. Um, the flip side of that is I'm with my girlfriend and her entire family. So honestly, they're really cool. They're pretty fun. Um, but it's like the longest episode of Meet the Parents ever. You know, I'd only met them once before this for like five minutes. 
So, you know, staying, doing my thing. <laughs> but no, they've been super cool and chill. And, you know, like they had us at their house. We do like family dinners and stuff. So, you know, it's about as easy as it could be. All right, you buzzed out for a second. I think we got the oh, gist did I? of it. I just said it's about as easy as it could be. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that, I mean, that's wild. Like, here's pretty much the same thing, right? Like, especially since I've been going back to work. Like, get up, walk to work. Work's super chill. There ain't nobody there. <laughs> I go in, do our thing. Then I come home, and I pretty much do this. Like, I have some Zoom calls with people or uh, – you know, watch the tube, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's almost to the point on the weekends where, like, by Sunday, I was like, Jesus, I gotta stop jumping on these Zooms. <laughs> yeah. Is your mom mess. on Zoom? Right. Uh, what's that, Kyle? Have you Zoom called with your mom? Uh, yeah. The reason I ask is because she and I are now Facebook friends. Uh-oh. She's oh, wow. all about the Facebook friends. All about it. <laughs> She talks about, about Matt's it. videos. I had on a Zoom call Saturday with like, uh, uh, you know, like the, you know, a bunch of the guys, you know, like Tanch and Sean and everybody. And I felt bad. It's like my sister was like, I didn't know there was going to be people in this room. And I was like, oh, yeah, it's a whole Saturday. Hey. <laughs> That's so good. We'll Zoom this weekend for Easter. Wow. Is Easter this weekend? I didn't even realize. Sunday. Dang, Dang boys. Oh, damn. That one snuck up on me. Have you guys not ordered your hands? Nope. (laughs) Dad, I've not ordered a single ham in my entire life. (laughs) Is the honey-baked ham store that you love going to be open? Are they still doing their thing? I think so, but uh, not that I've looked it up, but their smallest ham feeds four, so it seems like a lot of ham. I mean, that stuff's really good in the fridge the next day. Yeah. I don't yeah, know. But for it's the next fun. three weeks? No, it'd be three days. Beats four, you eat it on Easter, you got three more days of meals. Well, I, I figure that in their calculation, for one person, they have one meal plus that person's leftovers because they know how we do. But you might be right. So I was thinking it was eight meals total. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you'd think honey-baked ham would be, I mean, you're ordering, it, I don't know if it gets classified as essential service, but it's like ready-made meals for you to make at home. Like, you know, you reheat the, the what do they call those? Uh, al gratin? I can never say that word. Al gratin? Yeah, al gratin potatoes. Al gratin yeah. potatoes, best part of Easter, when they get on the ham, uh, bleed over like it's better than turkey and mashed potatoes or turkey and stuffing. I don't care what anyone says. Um, and yeah, so I would assume that they'd be if they're classified as an essential service. I mean, they'd I know, be great I, even I'm almost posi- Yeah, I'm almost positive they're open because I know the one in Maryland is because my brother was t- or uh, somebody was telling like my mom like they've been packed because exactly what you're saying they're easy like prepared meals. Delicious. McDonald's is open. Why wouldn't Honey Baked Ham be open? Yeah, McDonald's. I thought, I thought McDonald's was open because they had a drive-through. Well, I mean, Honey Baked Ham doesn't have like a sit-down restaurant. It's just a. It's always that's true. That's grab and go. Yeah, they never have. Um, yeah, I went into Qdoba the other day, and they're basically a grab and go now. 
Um, and I ordered ahead online, but it was wild walking in there and the dining room just had like all the chairs were stacked on the tables. All, everything was pushed to the sides of the room. Like don't even get any ideas, jackasses, like get in and get out. Yeah. It's the same thing over at the Columbia tower, like that massive, like two floors of lunchroom, but all the benches, I mean, they have like picnic benches that are just flipped upside down caution tapes. But, but that place is still open, the, the atrium? Is that what it's called? Jimmy John's is. That's the only one? Jimmy John's and some burger place, but that's it. Jack's was open till like, last week. That's gone, too. Wow. Yeah, like, in the building, we're, like, the only people. I mean, when I walk to work, man, I don't see people. Like, it's wild. Wait, you yeah, guys have a Jack's fish shop in your work? Jack's, the barbecue place. Oh, different spot. Okay. I wasn't sure if that's related to the gotcha. Yeah, but yeah, downtown's crazy. Uh, Belltown's like closed. Uh, well, I mean, everything's closed, but it just looks weird seeing boarded up buildings. Yeah, the city was wild. It's nice to be here where it's like naturally quiet. Um, yeah, you know, you as I mentioned, like I'm back on Lake Sammamish, crashing with my parents for I don't know how long at this point, but. Uh, it's naturally just a quieter area. When I was living in Ballard, you'd go outside and there was just like nobody and it was just weird. So, um, yeah, here it's like, yeah, it's quiet. It always is. Yeah. I would imagine weird. it's the same thing in Park City, Cobb. Dude, you know, actually, Utah is one of eight states that doesn't have a shelter in place order at the moment. So, um, you know, people, honestly, every time that I've been out, I went into Salt Lake City one day and into like downtown Park City one day, and there was a decent number of people out. I mean, they were maintaining their distance for sure, but I didn't see a single person wearing a mask. I saw a group of kids playing uh, um, smash ball and uh, like some kids playing soccer and stuff. So it's definitely not like DEFCOM 5 down here. Or I always forget that scale if it goes up or down, but you know what I mean? People aren't on lockdown. That's crazy. Are the schools still open? In Utah? I have no idea. But I know in Seattle, they're closed for the rest of the year now, or for the rest of the, the school year. And yeah. possibly some colleges are going to be closed in the fall. Whoa. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's states that closed school like two weeks ago. I can't believe Utah doesn't have a uh, stay-at-home order. Yeah. Yeah, I was a little surprised. It seems mostly that it's, pretty like, you know, rural slash agrarian states that don't. I know North Dakota, South Dakota, and then, you know, some kind of through the Midwest and then Utah. So it is what it is. That being said, I think this week we're going to drive over to California, just outside of LA, which should be chaos. So that'll be fun. Whoa. What's bringing you out there? Just a change of scenery? Yeah, just change it up, man. Dude, I, I feel like you missed my whole description of where I'm at right now. I am in my girlfriend's parents' house for three weeks. I'll take anything. <laughs> That's hilarious. Here. <laughs> look, oh. look, like my door, my door is not soundproof. Okay, like that's the most I can tell you. <laughs> it's like high school all over again. What? Yeah, uh, <laughs> Uh, Jesus, man. What about, Easy, boy. Uh, have you guys watched any sports or replays of sports? 
<laughs> no, dude, I barely watch sports as a, as a regularly on. Mostly I watch with you. I enjoy them. But no, as far as replays, here's the one thing from the world of sports I can tell you. The UFC is reportedly buying an island so that they can start hosting fights and be the only sport on television. What? That's what's up. Matt, how are you not? How do you not know about this? I don't know, man. I'm trying to stay off like all the crazy. The news cycle is crazy right now. Like I go, I watch the Ari Shafir yoga every day on YouTube. It cracks me up. I do some yoga and like, yeah, I haven't heard that. That's wild. Mm-hmm. That's his idea. Because they got yeah, one well, coming. They were supposed to have the Khabib Ferguson fight coming up, but apparently that's been canceled. The latest I heard was like a week ago is that Khabib was trapped in Russia, I want to say. And so now Ferguson is going to be fighting somebody else. I can look up who it is on my phone. But uh, yeah, they already said a transition. Full yeah. But they had to replace Khabib. He's probably the biggest draw on that thing. Yeah, it's going to be Khabib Ferguson Russia. and Justin Gaethje. I don't know how to say his name. Right, there's some fighters that aren't going to leave. Like, he, he's not going to leave Russia. I don't think he can. Yeah, huh. April 18th. I bet – I wonder if the pay-per-view sales will – they'll probably balance out, even though it's like, oh, we don't have the draw of Khabib. It's like we still have the draw of being the only live sports that's happening in real time. It'll, it'll, probably... it'll be the biggest – It'll. I mean, it, it would be the only thing on. It'll be the biggest draw they've ever had in their lives. And yeah. nobody well, can have, like, view parties. You know what I mean? Like, we've had, like, 12 people here. Now if those 12 people want to watch it, everyone's got to get their own thing. Dude, that's a good call. Wait, so Ted, when you watch old sports, are you watching like run-of-the-mill random games or are you watching like World Cup finals and like, you know, World Series and stuff like that? Oh, pretty much run-of-the-mill games. If it's a World Cup final, I know how it ends. <laughs> oh, you probably know how most of regular games end too, right? With, well, I'm just saying like I, to me, it would, like they keep replaying like all these finals, but it's like it's a game seven. Like, I'm a sports fan. I know what happens in this, right? I remember. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, like the other night I watched 2000, what was it, 2016, Oklahoma versus Texas Tech, college football. Yeah, yeah. That'd yeah. be dope. I'd like, the only one I'd like to rewatch, I'd like to see University of Texas, USC football, the final with, um, what was the uh, – Vince Young, I'd like to watch that game. Vince Young, Matt Leiner, Reggie Bush. It was all last Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> I may Jesus have watched. Ted. Don't get me wrong. There's certain big games I watch part of, but like, yeah, watch. Uh, now the truth comes out. Yeah, maybe I'm full of s because I've definitely watched Sounders replays. Dude, you were a true sports fan, man. Honestly, this makes me respect you a little bit more. Yeah, well, I mean, it's I. Look, sports and, like, I was telling – Matt already knows this, but, like, I forget how much I go out on Saturdays, right? The last Saturday I could go out, I saw you, Cobb, right? It was just like, you know, I mean, like, Saturday. I got to go do something. That's wild. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we were in your shop talking about whether or not you were going to stay open. (laughs) (laughs) That just seems so laughable now. Jesus. It's wild. Dude, is Pike Place even open? Um, technically, there are a few businesses in Pike Place that are open. Um, we are only shipping corporate orders. And other than that, we're closed. Um, so it's like no contact, you know? Uh, yeah. But I would guess probably in the next couple of weeks, 
uh, will be back open in some capacity. And there's an employee full stuck retail. in Hawaii. What's that? I didn't hear you. I said, and there's an employee stuck in Hawaii. Oh, he's back. He made it back, but he's not allowed to leave his house. So for people listening, we have a one seventeen-year-old employee who's a, a friend, a friend's son, and uh, yeah, he was, yeah, he was stuck in Hawaii for three weeks while we were getting orders. It was pretty hilarious. But yeah, he's he's not allowed to leave the house. So we're we're a staff of two right now. I know it's weird. I haven't seen his dad in in weeks. It's killing me. Dang. Yeah, you guys usually see each other a couple times a week. Yeah, for sure. Uh, all right, what else did I have written down here? A lot of notes today, boys. Two different notepads. Wow. The oh. regular one that I have all the time. <laughs> I love that you write our name on there. We've been friends for, for a decade. I just didn't want to forget. <laughs> and then this one has all the big time notes. Zoom setup. Oh, yeah, the big stuff. There we go. Tech Ted. I, I, I mean, Kyle, did you notice that I own a MacBook now from like 2012? How would I have seen that? It has a camera pointed at you. Yeah, but he showed his phone. That means he's on a computer. Yeah, but his phone is not a MacBook. No, you're right. I'm just saying, did you notice I'm like on a computer? No, I didn't even, honestly, I didn't even think about it. Yeah, because well, it's yeah, 2012. <laughs> So yeah, what's what's this? A new tech version of Ted? Yeah, I'm zooming. I got this. Uh, I got a laptop now. I can look at that, picking it up, doing everything. Uh, yeah, I, I found a shop that found, that sold old ones. So I got one as I was like, uh, when I was in here for like 14 days, like trying to do uh, these kind of Zoom calls on a phone just sucks, right? Because you got to always scroll over and this and that. So I found this. Dude, honestly. I never realized till right now that you didn't have a computer at your house. That blows my mind. <laughs> <laughs> never. I never thought of that. Yeah. And you're one of the happier people I know. I wonder if there's a connection. Well, I mean, look, I watch TV. Some people are all on computers. Uh, screen time, screen time, right? Yeah. I wonder. I wonder if all screen time is equal. I don't really know. Yeah, I guess you have well, a phone, too. And I don't know if it's the type of screen that matters as much as like what you're filling content. your screen with, the content of it. Yeah, exactly. Like I've been having some great times in front of screens lately. Um, but oh, these are great. Right. Right. If you're spending all your time, you know, arguing with people on Twitter on your screen time, like you might be missing the boat. If you're getting like sports updates that make you happy and like, um, you know, connecting with people and seeing funny tweets and, you know, learning interesting stuff or finding inspiring stuff. Like, yeah, I, I mean, especially now, I don't think it's the worst thing. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I was I'm just talking to somebody about that. Let me check my screen. We're at 23 minutes, boys. That's what it's telling me. Yeah. Well, and we'll figure it out, man. We'll figure it out. I'll get the production over to Matt. And we'll figure out how to get our, like, our pacing or whatever to get it more like our podcast. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's tough. Plus, it's just – I can't explain to you. Like, I'm so used to doing these Zoom calls where it's just us effing off. Like, there's part of my head right now that's like, do a show. And then there's other part that's like, yeah, this is what you get right now. We'll, we'll this be, is how we hang out. 
we'll figure it out. But like right now, this is a podcast. Well, <laughs> dude, honestly, yeah, it makes me so happy because usually I'm the one like Skype calling in and. Uh, oh, you cut it out just like when Skype talk when you're trying to talk. No, you said Skype and you went. Oh, did he yeah. Just... So what I was saying is like it's nice. I turned my video off, Matt. Don't worry. So yeah. what I was saying is like um, it's weird because I'm used to being the guy Skyping in. And so when you can't see the other people's faces, you can't tell like the cadence and the timing of when they're going to talk or when you're going to talk. And so it's nice. I feel like you guys get like a little taste of what's, what life on the road is like. Oh, now your screen's back on. I was going to say, can we talk now? Because um, you just turned it back on. So when you turn your screen off, can you still see us? Yeah, baby. Oh, I was just okay. turning it off so my audio wouldn't get messed up again. Okay. Gotcha. Whoa. Are you guys there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're, we're both here. here. Oh, you both went off. Okay, yeah, that freaked me out. And you guys switched positions on the grid. Like, Cobb moved up to top left, and Ted with the magenta T is right below me now. Yeah, I just wanted to see if we were doing it like this, if it would, if the pacing would be different. Oh, yeah, Ted, how do you have your own logo on here? I, I have no idea. I'm not <laughs> <laughs> You're, I know somebody else asked me about that. They're like, how do you have that? I'm like, I, I don't know, man. I, I thought everybody had that. <laughs> uh, that's funny. But with that said, as bad as this one is, I still want the video. I was going to say, I, there goes the, like, like, let's see how it affects the pacing. And then we just have a lull as soon as you guys both cut out. Like, and I'm sitting here, like, looking at myself on my screen, like. <laughs> but, Cobb, you had asked, uh, asked about hearing from uh, listeners. And I've definitely got some tweets and messages from people that just kind of wanted to hear you know hope we're doing well but also just wanted to like know if they were going to get to hear our voices anytime soon so i'm sure they'll be stoked about this um they haven't like given in-depth updates on how they're doing but i think even with us working out the kinks of the quality and the pacing and all that sort of stuff uh they'll be pretty stoked and the podcast i've listened i listen to you know i listen to history hyenas all the time and they're doing it over zoom and other other ones are so i think it's kind of just Par, par for the course right now. Um, and yeah, the, the audio quality and the, the connection and um, pacing is kind of like what I've noticed on a lot of different podcasts. Like, oh, they're doing podcasts over Zoom. Like, cool. At least I'm still hearing them. So I think a lot of things too. Like, I'm used to seeing a big time morning show, like the Today Show or Sports Center with Scott Van Pelt. Like, you're used to seeing computers mess up now. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, that's just, it's part of the world we're in. Everybody's Zooming. We sure are. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw Cobb just blatant it I was out. Like, like, still here? You, you, had, your, you had your hands, like, wrapped around each other, just looking just diabolical. Like, we'll just let that one simmer. <laughs> I mean, yeah, true. People are zooming. Wait, so Ted, you said it's National Beer Day today. What a like, what what does a day like that look like? One beer, 
six beers. Like I saw you just sipping a fresh one. Where are we at? We're on beer three. Okay. All right. See, that's reasonable. Single man at the house alone. Three and beers. This, and this day has an actual reason. Because today is the day that, uh, right, I think Prohibition started, April 7th. Oh, interesting. Yeah. care if it started or got repealed. I don't know. Probably maybe repealed. That would make more sense that we're drinking. Somebody was doing something. Somebody was doing something on this day, and people started drinking beers. And years from now, look at us. <laughs> Coffee, you want to read an email? Uh, yeah, I'm going to turn my video off just so it doesn't uh, slow down too much, because i got to get out of this screen anyway. Is that cool with you guys? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So it looks like we got a couple of them. Uh, people are definitely concerned. When was the last podcast we did? That's the real question on America's mind. Ooh. The last pot. All right. So uh, that weekend, they shut all the bars down on the 15th, Sunday the 15th. It was March 10th. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Clarp on, boys. See you all at Meltdown. Start off, I would like to put in $200 for a few uh, owning shares of the podcast. I'm buying low and will sell high at 420 per share. Stocks will rise this summer after the Ted Smith stocks to Dolphin Girl. Second, uh, possible flag and curse word. Matt, I'm not going to say it because I don't want you to have to go back through this. All uh, right. If I, was, if I was to go to prison, then I would probably uh, look to be, oh, I forgot. We had a cop topic about what you'd do in prison, I think. Uh, if I was to go to prison, then I would probably look to be the logistics and find out how to bring drugs in. Uh, maybe Ted's help to hide the shank after I slice an MFR. But really, uh, I should just uh, take, I should just face the fact that I will be, uh, I don't even know what that says. Um, uh, it's a bunch of swear words. We're going to pass. <laughs> uh, pass, pass, pass. Uh, anyway, hope to see everyone at my 322 Seattle Dragons tailgate. Um, even if they won't oh, listen to... Uh, that's going to be a no. This sounds so dated. Yeah. Doesn't mean we can't... Uh, even if they won't listen to the stadium, doesn't mean we can't have a party. Very dated. Uh, very respectfully, um, I'm not going to say his name, but AKA Quartermaster Second Class, Enlisted Service Warfare Specialist, Enlisted Air Warfare Specialist. AKA Dragon's Tailgate Guy, AKA new co owner, the podcast LLC. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Dude, I, like it. I respect when that email came in, people were still talking about, right? Because it's literally the last day we did our podcast, the next day, the NBA stopped the league. Or no. Yeah. Yep. The next day, the NBA stopped their league and Trump went on TV and was like, yo, we got a problem. <laughs> He's like, it's a Chinese conspiracy. <laughs> um, so it looks like one of the uh, cop topics, I think, was like something about like a little thing that brings you joy. Um, in the summertime, uh, go to sit by the tiny pond in my backyard. In the wintertime, nap on the floor in front of the fireplace with the dogs snuggling. Mac. All right. Yeah, sounds like a good life. Well, boys, we got one from Miami Jake, but I'm going to save it to the last one. <laughs> uh, the title of this one is Self-Isolation. Um, to the greatest podcast in all the land. All the, all the land. land. This is Mike. I emailed you the pull-up story and the recent uh, reviews of the Shelby Montana bars. 
One activity that I've found to pass the time during self-isolation and quarantine is playing stupid games in the garage. One example is kick the can into the dustpan. It's kind of fun. Ted, one day I challenge you to a game of kick the crushed beer cans into the dustpan. Stay safe, Mike. Man, I, listen, I'm totally in for that game. I probably, it's tough. I can only play in my kitchen. It's the rest of my place is carpeted. But uh, I do have a tiny, tiny soccer ball that everybody, well, these three guys can see that I'm using to work on my touch. The tiny ball. Are you getting really good at mini cornhole, Ted? Uh, I have been in this house for a month, two weeks straight, and I am not much better at mini cornhole. It's a challenging sport. <laughs> but you have been playing, just sitting there by yourself. like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially sometimes, too. Like, I won't do it because we're actually recording a podcast, but sometimes during the daytime Zoom calls, I just kind of, like, spin it this way and just sit over there. Like, over there. <laughs> like, you can see me playing cornhole. You could pick a team. I'll you. <laughs> Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, man. For me, we're talking about being like watching replays of sports. Like, I'm just the same. Like, I need some comfort in my life, right? Some normality. So, if I have to rewatch a college football game on a Saturday, we're rewatching a college football game. Dude, I didn't even think about what this is doing to like the Dragons business and the whole relaunch of the XFL. Yeah, I mean, I would have to imagine it's probably done. Yeah, tough, tough start, especially after they had a great start. It's too bad. Hey, guys, it's 2.32 on March 30th, 2020, when I write this. I don't know when it will be read. Hopefully, is ever, hopefully everyone is doing good and staying sane. I don't remember what episode you talked about it, but I think it's time for another The Migs Megacast party. You guys can celebrate your 300th episode, and we can <laughs> celebrate not being socially distant. It's an idea, but who knows what's going to happen in the next few weeks or months. Another weird thing. <laughs> Does Cobb look like uh, one of the Property Brothers from HGTV, or am I crazy? Later. Stevie, the Packers fan. I'm going to look that up right now. I'll, I'll turn my camera back on so you can see me. I'll try to look like a Property Brother. I am wearing a collared, like, uh, checkered I mean, shirt right? for people at home. I was going to say, Cobb can dress the part, but with your but can beard, you sell maybe? that real estate? Don't they have beards? No? I have no idea. I don't know. Uh, that's not far off. Ted, little, I'd like to talk to you about double. a piece of real estate. That'd be perfect for you. <laughs> oh yeah, I could see it. The guy in the suit. I mean, that's a compliment. That that's good looking. I still said for years when you have a, a little beard that you look like uh, Aaron Rodgers. I'll take it. I'll take it all. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers. Um, kind of a good quarterback. All right, Miami Jake. Um. To answer last week, oh, to the greatest podcast in all the land. All the land. All the land. <laughs> to answer last week's Cobb topic, my, my go-to move to cheer myself up is going to the beach alone. When I have a lot on my mind that I'm trying to process, floating in the water and getting a little bit, bit of sun does wonders for my thought process. All told, I'm usually there for about an hour, and these short visits allow me to keep things in perspective. Secondly, as I write this, the global zeitgeist is a particularly uneasy one and is unmistakably palpable whenever you venture into public. Driving around town is beginning, beginning to feel eerily like the start to an apocalyptic film. With shelves and supermarkets cleared out, a standoffish uh, MO with strangers, and a general paranoia currently driving day-to-day life. This, combined with last week's fear cast, trademark, 
uh, got me thinking a lot about what I would do if the proverbial <laughs> shit hit the fan. Ultimately, I settled on believing I would grab a few of my boys, get armed, and steal Pitbull's yacht and try to isolate myself until things blow over. That brings me to my question for the podcast. It could be a super, super virus, zombie apocalypse, World War III, whatever scenario you like, really. What would you do if shit hit the fan? Feel free to discuss or don't. It's your show. Do whatever the hell you want. Miami, Jake. I mean, I know my answer now. <clears throat> uh, you know, like I said weeks ago, I'm staying in the city, right? I'm not leaving. And I mean, if it came down to it, hopefully you, you have a weapon. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I never would have thought about How this. How do I picture you have like, like a little snub nose pistol? Like an ankle gun. <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Look, I was telling somebody the other night, like, uh, opinions uh, change an awful lot when you're in these situations. So, yeah, I definitely would have a weapon and be like, I guess we'll just wait till, I don't know. I don't know what counts as sitting in the fan. To me, if there's somebody at my back door trying to get in and they get in, oh, we got an issue. So, Are you like about low, to stab a man with a broken broomstick or what? I guess is my advice. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know how much more of it can hit the fan, but yeah, uh, I would definitely, um, I feel like I would want, man, it's a tough thing because if you flee to the woods, um, and wait it out, first of all, I'm not much of a survivalist, but it'd just be kind of fun, um, I, to try and figure it out on the fly. And I feel like if the stakes are that high. You're going to prove to yourself what you're capable of. But the kind of people, if you meet somebody kind of like Ted's talking about in the woods, there's no way I stand a chance against them. But that feels like, yeah. and then you got animals and stuff. But I, I just feel like I'd rather be in nature. So I'd head to the mountains. But why? First of all, oh, yeah, go ahead. Why? It's just, it's just like, it's like that old, I don't know, like, if you really got to that point, what am I going to go to the woods and die? Like, I, I don't want to die somewhere. I don't even live for what to stretch it out a few, few more weeks. Like, look, if it's going to hit the fan, let's figure it out. Yeah. I just feel like I'd be able to come back and like, it'd be like, give it a couple weeks, you know, and like bring some snacks. You know, I've been looking at doing the PCT and, you know, just kind of like, I've got some ideas, you know, just, just go prepared and, uh, you know, see see what I'm capable of. I just think then it's like it's me and the elements, not me versus other people who may be more armed and more angry than me. I hear that. First of all, I like that Ted's shooting strategy is to leave no witnesses, to just keep pumping rounds until the guy's gone. No warning shot, no blank in the gun, like you know, no hitting him in the leg, just pumping little snub nose rounds out of his out of his bunker um stay you know, low keep firing yeah as for the argument for the woods i think the the underlying argument is that there's going to be small game out there that theoretically you could catch kill or trap to cook now how capable any of the three of us city slickers are of doing that remains to be seen um i don't think i would have a lot of luck catching wild game especially without a gun um but you know i don't know man desperation who knows um for me what what i do 
honestly, I would pro I feel pretty comfortable in nature. The city, there's just so many people. I probably would get into some sort of vehicle, whether that's a friend or, you know, hijacking a car or riding my scooter and try to get pretty deep into woods, but the Northwest woods where, you know, where I grew up and so I'm more comfortable. Um, I don't know. That being said though, man, I have soft hands now, you know, I've been living in the city for a decade. I'd probably die pretty quick. And frankly, I don't know if I would want to live through an apocalypse and deal with life afterwards. I mean, arguably we are living at the peak of human civilization. You know, I take a hot shower every morning. I have food and cuisine from all over the world and an hour of labor can net me, you know, two to 5,000 calories. It's like, do I really want to be hunting for wild game and stuff? After a rough transition, we could end up being happier like that living off the land, but it would be a very rough year and a half. Plus, I think people got to recognize, too, is that, like, you know, we're not even close to a place where the food is going to be off the shelves. The food is off the shelves now because people are taking too much, right? Yep. Like, and, 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 and stop, right? I go to the grocery store once a week, but get normal amounts of food. I mean, Italy, you can't do much in Italy. You could still go to the grocery stores. But it also, as somebody who's still sitting in the city, I think people would be amazed at the kindness right now of others and how much everybody's looking forward to it. Like me personally, because of how my apartment sits, yeah, I'm a little scared of a crazy drug guy trying to break in in a week or two, right? But for the most part, like, I think if we got down to the point where our cupboards were getting bare, people would come together. I don't know that there'd be this massive uprising of like looters and stuff, because this is a change. Like, we're all kind of screwed here. I would say it is good. There was a, you know, with the quantitative easing stuff, did I get cut out? You got to start over. You cut out. Okay, I'm going to turn my video off. So what I was going to say is that, um, you know, I think it depends on the currency. With all the quantitative easing stuff that has gone over over the past few years, and then now the $2 trillion bailout, um, plus our changing fiscal and monetary policy, if our currency was debased to basically nothing, and we truly did get to a point where grocery store shelves uh, were barren or people didn't, you know, people were paying thousands of dollars for a loaf of bread like we've seen in other countries around the world, the chaos and pandemonium would be swift. Um, I think people would mostly band together until they get very hungry, and then it would be a quick switch, and all of a sudden things would get very primal. Um, that being said, that's probably not something I would want to live through. And I don't know how, how hard I would work to survive. Yeah. I don't know. I also just said, I like your belief in humanity, but you're also talking about hiding out with a snub nose pumping rounds in someone's chest. Yeah. But I'm also, <laughs> you guys are working on this theory that you're going to get into these towns. Like the town you're in right now, what you're talking about, those people will be at the edge of it with guns. And oh, not, yeah, and they would know what they're doing here. Yeah, I would not. Saying too, like I think there's, I to me, the woods are scarier. If I got to protect this place, at least I know it. Yeah, I, I feel more again. comfortable in the woods just because that's what I grew up doing a lot of. But like you grew up in the right. city, you know. Right. Me. Yeah, I, I still stand by it. I mean, I feel like if I met somebody, like I just imagine the the pandemonium in the city, the riots, looters, whatever, like whatever scenario we're talking about, like I'm gonna get lost in that shuffle. Like if I meet some burly mountain man, like 
hey man, look, do you need some help? Like, then it, it'd be a there's a there's a slight chance of like, hey, let's partner up. I'm an able-bodied male. I can help you carry stuff or whatever. You know, like I, I let's let's team up as opposed to out there where it's every person for themselves. Um, but ultimately, I'm I'm pretty much with Cobb. Like if it got if it got to that level, like I don't know how much I want to survive. And then it's like, yeah, just go hang out with the trees. I'm also yeah, well, that's, that's a good point. I do go. Oh, go ahead, Ted. I don't want to be some burly mountain man's boyfriend. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> dude, and, you know, to Ted's point, like, um, violence I can deal with. Well, and I do think, like, to Ted's point, there is a mistaken belief that somehow everyone just thinks they're going to go into the woods and all of a sudden be Rambo, you know, because they've watched a bunch of movies. And the fact of the matter is, like, we're so coddled by all the trappings of society that it would be a very difficult transition for a lot of people, you know, especially us. I mean, like, I don't even cook my own food half the time, you know, like I eat out. So like trying to cook a rabbit over a fire I just built, like, it's gonna be tough. That being said, you know, if I survived the first year and a half, let's say, then I figured I could survive for a while. I'll bring the lighter. I'm not sure I can start a fire. Yeah, I don't like my ads on that either. That's what I'm saying. I would, I would prepare and bring as much stuff as I could for that and see how long it lasts and hopefully by the time it lasts I've like gained some skills and um you know spaced it out and like stuff settled down a little bit in civilization I mean I guess the ideal scenario is a house that's right on the edge of the woods you can go hunt game but still live indoors like an Airbnb <laughs> I mean I was just honestly talking about yeah, probably taking it over. I don't know. Yeah, I, again, I mean, hey, granted, listen, when, whenever we play laser tag, we all have different theories. <laughs> I'm just more of the, like, let's stay in the city. Let's protect ourselves out that way. Now, you got you got a big-ass border out there, man. I'm pretty sure I can flank you <laughs> with my snub nose. <laughs> all right, we're supposed to keep this one light. By, by the way, also, something for everybody listening to the podcast. Uh, I had Matt spin a part of this. I sometimes have a party on Friday night. Was it positive Fridays? No matter what's going on, Fridays are positive. You can bitch and moan six of the days of the week. <laughs> positive Fridays. I like that. Yeah. And if you're, if you're in somewhere where you can't be positive, like on a Zoom party call, maybe it's not your night. Come back next Friday. But we need you positive on positive Fridays. But I was trying to say, it's like, like – uh, like they do with the Seahawks, right? You have whatever Sundays, whatever Mondays, something Tuesdays. You know what I mean? It's always like a theme thing. So Friday, stay positive, boy. And I will say, you know, it doesn't – finding a thing or two that you're, you're grateful for um, is a nice – it's a habit that I'm glad I developed before all this stuff happened because I do – you know, take a few minutes and like take in what's what's still good in my life. And sometimes it's smaller, sometimes it's bigger. But uh, if you look around for things to be grateful for, a lot of people turn it into a more formal practice, you know. Um, but the the attitude of gratitude, I think, has served me very well um, lately. Right. So it is, you know, Friday, we get a whole day of it, but you can also pepper that in every day throughout the week, even if it's just, uh, you know, like 
while you're in the shower, just say three things you're grateful for out loud. Yeah. Also, I haven't showered yeah. in a few days. Are you serious? Yeah, well, is it what's maddening now? Yeah, 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 it's what's maddening. But apparently, all that's what's maddening is you ain't showering. Yeah, well, okay, so I told you guys, right? I'm back here living on Lake Sammamish. I've been jumping into the lake every day. It's cold. I'm building up my cold tolerance. I'm up to seven breaths. But I used to take cold showers for that part of the Wim Hof method. And so my the reason I would shower was actually for the psychological, like, boost that I would get from that cold shower and I would shower for as long as it took me to wash my body and now I've just been jumping in the lake because it's more fun and but then I forget to also shower on top of that because I'm like cool I got my cold exposure for the day on to the next thing and also there's not a ton of reasons to shower I'm not going out at all is there soap involved is my question in the lake no no in general in three days I ain't worried about shower I'm not worried about you getting wet. I'm worried about the amount of soap to your body. Right. We're worried about the other people in that house, man. Okay. Not all about you. Yeah, no, I know, guys. I, it's just something I noticed, you know, everybody's going through transitions right now. There's a lot shifting. And one of my shifts was from cold showers to cold lake jumps. And then I stopped regular showering by accident. It wasn't a, you know, hey, no rules, whatever. It was just like, I noticed like, oh, damn, yeah, I haven't showered in a few days. And I just like, I was training a client online and I was demonstrating the thing. And I was like, God damn, I stink. And I was like, yeah, I think I showered three or four days ago last time because all I was doing it for was I was more stoked about the cold exposure than the cleanliness for my showers for the last like three months since the breakup. It was just like cold showers became a like big part of my mental health prescription for myself. Brett, it's a pandemic. Why don't we get the soap involved? Now, I'm glad you mentioned the breakup because what I would like to highlight here is how the tables have turned. I'm sitting here in, as Ted pointed out, a nice collared, tailored shirt. You haven't showered for three days. That right there is the difference between a house cat and an alley cat. <laughs> You're living the dream, brother. Yeah, no, it's great. I got, I got no complaints. Um, yeah, that was just an observation I had, but yeah, wow, the tables have turned quite drastically. Um, but yeah, it is funny. The, uh, yeah, the, the mess that my life has felt like, and then this happens and it's just like, Jesus Christ. Um, Dude, but, I would say you know, it's actually kind of a positive. I personally, I like that kind of like rogue lifestyle. You know me, dude, I like living off grid and doing stuff like that. Yep. So I view it as an upside. No, I'm, I'm with you, and, and I've gotten to I'm that point. That I was lifestyle. massively impressed for a long time, but I've come out of it but a little bit. But you were just talking – you were just busting my balls for not showering. Now you're saying you like it. What I'm saying is you are living the alley cat lifestyle, a lifestyle that not only had I lived, but I had grown accustomed to. We're talking about a decade single, okay? Now I'm out here in a collared shirt, and Ted's right, man. This ain't me. I, don't, I haven't dated a girl in years. What is this not showering nonsense? I'm just saying I respect the alley cat lifestyle. Look, maybe he over-indexed on not showering, okay? But it's not about the fine specific points. It's about the general idea, which is that man is out there getting primal, getting basic and thriving. I like I'm committed to it. 
And don't ask when the last time I wore underwear was, because I don't remember. That's a commando right there. He survives in the woods during an apocalypse. Hell yeah. Um, I got to fight for my underwear, man. (laughs) I'm a survivalist, guys. You wouldn't get it. By the way, National Beer Day is over. Now we're on the hard seltzers. I mean, is this like the one-year anniversary of when Truly came out? Is it? No, I'm just saying, like, (laughs) (laughs) I wish people would have seen my face. Like, no, really? (laughs) Dude, no lie. I'm drinking the Bud Light seltzer. Uh How are those? I haven't tried them yet. They honestly, dude, they're freaking delicious. The San Juan seltzers, like the Rainier Cherry, those are probably my favorite. And the San Juan ones are a little healthier; they're a little cleaner. But yeah, you know, the Bud Light ones aren't bad. But yes, I mean, now I feel guilty. I'm, I'm I, have had the San Juan one. <laughs> I just I ran out San Juan. Sorry. <laughs> I saw Corona has some now. That's they all over, man. Huh? Oh, Carver, you froze again what? on us. Oh, there he is. All right, I'll turn my video off. God, that's a bummer. I like seeing you. Yeah, me too. All right, hang on. So do we have a what's madden or is that it? You don't shower. Uh, I mean, dude. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll just go with that. It's short. It's sweet. It's mildly entertaining. Obviously, stuff's super crazy right now. I moved back here. We kind of covered it at the beginning. Like, I'm, Yeah, I was going to say, we kind of, yeah. Yeah, every day is kind of an interesting thing. My, the things that I do consistently are yoga with Ari Shafir on YouTube. It cracks me up. Um, I jump in the lake, and I write my book every single day. And then uh, other than that, you know, the chips kind of fall where they may, and I'm just, you know, here for it, just just observing, having, making the most of the days. Um, and – how that looks is wildly different every day. I've got good habits and bad habits just stacking up left and right. Yeah. But I'm having a good time. I mean, I mean look, that's the other thing about this stuff going on right now. Like, I don't care who you are. Like, I think uh, – who's that guy, like, on Instagram? Hargrove, right? Chad Hargrove? You turned me on to him, Matt. Maybe Chad Hargrove? Chad, C-H-A-D. So he's, like, a nutrition guy, but kind of, like, in the realm of you, like a, like a, a more – Modern nutrition guy. Carter Good? No, not Carter. Maybe I found this guy through Carter. Eddie. Jordan Syatt? I, I'm trying to get to a point. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, the point is he put out something that just said, look, you have two options in the, in the quarantine life we're in. You can either come out in the best shape of your life and do everything you want and do everything correctly and come out looking awesome. Number two is you can do nothing and come out feeling super disgusting. Now, the answer is, like most things in life, is in the middle. That's yeah. what most people like, just strive for the middle. So, yeah, everybody's going through extremes right now, whether it's food or boozing or bacon. I don't know why everybody's baking zucchini bread or pumpkin bread, but goddamn, y'all going Oh, I crazy. thought you meant bacon. I had some bacon today, and then I cooked Brussels sprouts in the grease. It was awesome. Um, well, actually, I'm thinking, Brev. Yeah. If any, I mean – Dude, it's been so all over the place, but I will share this takeaway. There's a cookie or cracker. I think they're cookies. Velveeta. I don't know if you've heard of them. Yeah, of um, course. Morning biscuit. 
biscuit. Okay, so I found them when I was cleaning out the apartment, moving, and I was gonna just throw them away and give them to my uh, friend that was helping me move, cause uh, my ex bought them and they were just left over. And then I was like, well, I haven't actually tried these. The brown sugar cinnamon ones taste like the cookies in Dunkaroos. So on my next grocery store trip, I'm getting frosting and I'm having Dunkaroos in 2020. And I'm pretty stoked about it. So I just wanted to give people a heads up. That's a discovery that I'm very excited about. Brown sugar, cinnamon, Velveeta. Get the frosting. Make your own grown-up Dunkaroos. Like, you know, make the most of it. So um, other than that, I'm eating one salad a day. And the rest of the nutrition is a free fall. <laughs> All right. Cobb, is it about that time? Boop, doop, doop, boop, boop. Cobb topic. Cobb topic. Uh, so basically the cop topic is, uh, you know, it's more of a thought provoker than I really need answers for. Um, I, I, you know, there's no real setup. Here's what it is. Look, we're all trapped in quarantine. Okay. We're all sitting at our houses. Some people are going to make great use of this time. Other people are going to completely squander it. And that's totally fine. I don't feel obligated to complete anything. That being said, if you could come out of quarantine with one new skill, that you had learned, what would it be? Like, even let's say this thing takes like years to learn. Like, what would you just love to know how to do after quarantine? Feel free to email us, email at thepodcast.com. In fact, definitely email us because I think we're going to be running short. Uh, I'm guessing, you know, we're, we're off our schedule. So email us if you think about it. We'll read it next time we, uh, we all Skype up or Zoom up, whatever it is. So what skill would you like wish you had learned in quarantine? Boys? I mean, I think for me, it's just a simple numbers game. It just would be Spanish, like fluent Spanish. Oh, claro. (laughs) (laughs) Si. No me digas. You know what I mean? Just because there's so many, you know, Spanish-speaking people in the States, and I could go to, like, Spain and speak Spanish, I feel like I could run into a lot of Spanish speakers across the world. Si, Ted, me gusta mucho. How about you, Mateus? Um, Mateo? Well, huh? Mateo. Oh, Mateo. Yo estoy Emilio y Mateo y con uh, Eduardo. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... Well, first of all, I learned how to cartwheel already, so I got that going for me. Not sure how much hand, how much is going to come in handy, but it was just kind of a fun, random thought, and it's like, let's do things. You know, you get an idea, take action right away. You can. You got the freedom. Um, but the thing that is most, like, something I want to figure out, um, and I'm already doing it, but is really just structuring online fitness and nutrition, like, really just having it all be digital because – I mean, I took the gym for granted, and now I'm kind of scrambling. And so um, figuring out how to do it in one-on-one, like Zoom calls or Skype calls or Duo calls, which I'm already doing, um, figuring out how I want to deliver, like, programs that somebody can just kind of sign up for and go at their own pace. Um, you know, yeah, kind of getting that all set up. But I've also, yeah, like I said, I've, I've made some improvements in some places. I know this is like a, a goof-off podcast, so it just – harped on how I'm not showering because I jump in the lake every day. 
but um you know my reading and my writing and my meditating are all at all-time highs and i'm really really stoked about that i like it for, for me i don't think i'm going to have the time to learn it but i would love to like just learn how to like automate some processes on the internet you know like know like a little bit of like python or something so i can like run little scripts to do stuff for me and make my life easier yeah all right. There, All right. there you go. So there's our uh, there's our first one on the Zoom. Matt, when I close this out, see if you can stop recording, and then we can chat for a minute. Uh, I can, yeah. Well, I can stop once you do your world-famous the Ted Smith outro. All right. So uh, I keep looking as if I, everybody else could see us. One day, too, we're going to do one of these Zooms where I'll just mute everybody, but you can still hear us do the podcast, and you can see our reaction. All right, so <laughs> in classic Ted Smith fashion, I would say uh, shalom and happy good Passover to everybody this week and also a happy Easter on Sunday. Everybody get out, enjoy. Uh, you know, look, you can't hang out with your friends or your family. Zoom them. It's a holiday. Please don't go to temple. Please don't go to the church. You don't need to do all that. Uh, other than that, this is number, you know what? We're not going to number them now. We're just going to keep doing these until we get back in the studio, boys. This is the Ted Smith. This is the podcast. Cheers. <laughs>